Say something. Say something. I'm giving up on you. Is that a real song? Okay. Yeah, that's a real song. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gratitude is the attitude. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I was Sorry. anyways. I was getting ready to say I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you. You know what's weird? Uh Christmas has a million I just I literally just thought of this as you were singing. <laughs> okay. Like Christmas has so many Christmas songs. There's a song for birthdays, happy birthday to you, you know. Um <laughs> Halloween has a bunch of songs. Why didn't Thanksgiving have right. like a song? While I was driving to the gym this morning, before I was driving. Let me just preface that. Don't do this while while you're driving. I was looking for like music to like pump me up, you know? I've been on this Taylor Swift kick. Everyone just stop right now <laughs> with your crap. <laughs> I am not a Swifty. T-Swizzle. But I am obsessed with her new album. Oh, did you say a Swifty? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called. Like her her real like her fans. You know what they're really called? Stop. Just stop. <laughs> stop. I love me some Taylor Swift. Like say what you want. She's I don't super care. talented, yeah. Um, anyways, yes. I've been on like this kick on midnights for like, I don't know, since it came out. So I was looking for a little something new today and I saw like, um, on my Apple, like music thing, it gives you suggestions and it had a Thanksgiving playlist. Really? I did not click on it though, because I didn't feel like I'm it was so my curious. It, I didn't feel like it was my like pump up jam right. song. But, um, now that you say that I did see that. So there's that. That's interesting. I've never seen a Thanksgiving playlist. I'm very curious. What are like the top Thanksgiving song? Go for it. Click on it. Thanksgiving dinner is the name of the playlist. Lay it on me. Just hit me with the first couple. Uh, just tell me, just oh, tell me what, what oh. are they? Um, okay. There's home by Philip Phillips. Never Is that, I wonder if that's the home that like Blake Shelton did and uh, Count on Michael Me, Buble. Bruno Mars. Ooh, Bruno Mars, best concert As ever. As it seen. was, Harry Styles. No idea what that is or that's who that is. That's a good song. Next to Me um, by somebody I don't know how to Shenandoah? No. Next to you, next to me. Beautiful People, Ed Sheeran. Marilyn Manson. No, no, no. no. We are clearly um, Willow, Taylor Swift. Just probably, it's probably like a very... Very you know what that should be called? Thankful I don't have to listen to this garbage. <laughs> Stop that's it. The, that's it's the probably Thanksgiving like a vodka. whole vibe, but look at how many songs there are in this playlist. Yeah, and I bet I Holy know moly. none of them. I'll be there for you. Will you? Good. Glad Good. you exist. We have a funny little story about that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> we just like, I don't know, we have this random thing where... It all started because you're cheesy. And you started saying a line to me one night, and it was... I said, there's a million people in this world. Do you remember the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a no. Dan and Shay song. Yeah, it's a Dan and Shay song. It and was. So it, it is um, whatever that song is I just said. Yeah. It's the words to it. I said it to Matt as the song was getting ready to play, and he was like... Oh my god! All right. I thought you were like the sweetest, yeah, most poetic, he was like, profound. Whole, like he grabbed my hand and he was like getting teary eyed, and then Dan and Shay started saying it, and I started laughing, and he was like, "I hate you." Yeah. Okay. So I just <laughs> I just pulled it up here. Um, There's a million other people in the world, and a million other places we can be. Oh my god! But you're this here with ridiculous. me. Um, something anyways, but so that, so now we do that to each other when we're like driving or whatever. And we see like a sign or a song comes on, we'll say it and see if the other one notices. We're just 
randomly saying crap. Fun little game we play. I don't think this is the right song. Glad you exist. Yes, it oh, is. No, this. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I looked up a different different oh. song. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, which is on, honestly kind of something that's happened. Did we start TikTok trends? Why? Because like the whole joke that you played on me the other day with the thunderstruck song. Oh, I saw that on TikTok. I had to do it to you. Um. Okay, so it says there's a couple billion people in the world and a million other places we could be, but you're here with me. Take a moment just to take it in because every high and every low led to this. I'm just so glad you exist. I, okay, I, I really <laughs> should have known better. Because <laughs> I don't talk like that. Well, no, but like every once in a while we'll have these sweet little deep conversations. Yeah, I'm still trying to... <laughs> Just let it go. Let yeah, it go. I'm over. Anyways, I'm over. Apparently, he's over it too. Okay. Um. Should we check on that? Yeah, I'm gonna go check you on go that. Check on that? You just okay. Handle- I'll be, I'll be right here, uh, making sure the podcast studio is secure, while Megan secures the perimeter. That's that's kind of what's going on around our house right now. The dogs are on guard all the time, and every time something little happens around the house, they lose their mind. That is not funny. I don't know if the microphones picked that up or not, but Megan screamed from the other room, and I literally was going for guns. And you know, I just I want everybody to I want everybody that's listening right now to understand that there is something to the old saying: "What goes around comes around." Megan, after the dogs bark, goes in the other room and screams. My heart races. I bounce out of here till I see that she's standing there oh, laughing. Oh, but I'm going to tell you what goes around comes around, which leads me to my next topic of conversation. Ooh. Karma. What? Uh, <laughs> I have oh. for months been telling you that I, I hope you make yourself sick. You laugh so hard. Stomach hurts. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I've been telling you for months. Uh-huh. Every time I leave and I look on the security cameras, the doors are open. Windows are open. Doors oh. are open. <laughs> Windows are open. We have... It's because the dogs like to go outside. I prop the door open. It's been relatively nice here, so it's like fine. Except there's wasps. There's probably snakes. There's squirrels. There's rabbits. Ground there's hogs. turtles. There's groundhogs. <laughs> Whatever those things are, moles or whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever you found in the house. One of the dogs brought one in the house, a baby one. Yeah. No, I don't think it was a baby, but yeah. It was not alive. Was <laughs> anymore. Uh, so anyways, um, let's talk about last karma night. and how real it is and what happened to my lovely wife last night who got stung in her... Stop. I'll tell the story. Okay, so... <laughs> So last night I was on the phone with my friend and I like went and got in bed just sitting on the bed like talking to her and the both of the dogs came to bed with me and then Matt like eventually came to bed. Update if you've been listening to the podcast for a while I have been upgraded back into the bedding situation like I do get to sleep on a bed we do have a king size bed and a twin size bed or a full size so put stupid. together so that <laughs> The dogs can have a bed to sleep on, and me and my wife can have a sleep uh, bed to sleep on as well. We never sleep next to each other. Yeah, and it is still very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I still get kicked out multiple times when I'm home. But anyway, so I'm in bed 
on the phone. TV is kind of like on. The dogs are in bed with me, like asleep. Matt comes to bed and falls asleep before I even get off the phone. So when I get off the phone, I'm like, I crawl out of bed and I'm like, I'm just going to get into my pajamas. I'm exhausted, by the way. I don't know if anybody realizes, but I've been kind of busy this year and a lot of stress, especially the last couple of weeks. Tons of stress, and it doesn't even matter. I'm thankful to have all that stress, and we'll get into that later. But like, I'm a stress sleeper. I think that's part of what he can pass out at any given second. And so, and you bring up taxes, and I immediately into a (laughs) coma, or or any I say taxes things that stress people out. You bring it up and start a serious conversation. I'm out. And he has like this. Like when he sleeps, he kind of goes into this, like when he first falls asleep, he tries to pretend like he's awake and he like holds his eyebrows up, but his eyes are closed. Like but I he feel thinks, bad because I'm leaving everybody his, behind. He thinks his eyes are open and he's pretending to be awake, but he's asleep and it's really fun to mess with him in that like I never know about this in that like section of his sleep so I am like plugging my phone in and like doing all the things and he's like laying in bed half asleep so I kept going and like he would kind of jump up awake and I was laughing wait 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 wait. and then don't gloss over this (laughs) she would stand over the bed while I'm sleeping put her hands in the air like she's pretending to be a grizzly bear and go Rawr. but i wasn't like loud like loud growling loud i was like enough to wake me i was up. whispering oh, I enough <laughs> i was whispering <laughs> anyway so i was jacking with him and i was laughing and i was like okay i'm going to go change so you i went you thought it was hysterical oh it was funny um so i went into the closet and I was looking for my pajamas. Like I have a set of pajamas that I wear and I couldn't find the bottoms. And I saw a pair of your Box. underwear yeah. <laughs> in the closet. And I was like, oh, I'll just wear those. So I grab them, throw them on, shut the light off, walk back into the bedroom. And as I'm like walking, I felt like a poke kind of in my leg. And I was like, oh, there's like a sticker in these. And I just like kind of grabbed it, whatever. And as I like lifted a leg to crawl onto the bed. Bam. <laughs> oh yeah. Smackdown right in the hoo-ha. Got me. And I was like, oh my God, there's something in these pants. And mind you, I don't know why I decided to be quiet then. I didn't want to wake Matt up because I was like, how am I going to explain? felt bad for being an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to explain this? So I ripped them off and I'm like, at this point, like doubled over in pain. Cause like if you've ever been bitten or stung by stung. anything, stung. it is they very painful. So I, Go into the bathroom, and I said, "Well, I got to figure out what it is, like just in case." Mind you, like I'm on fire, okay. And I flip on the bathroom light, and I see something crawling across the bedroom floor next to the underwear I took off, and it is a yellow jacket wasp thing. And so I'm like standing there, and I'm like, "Babe, <laughs> I gotta like, commend you because you were very delicate in your approach after this. Where it had it stung me down below." The equator, I would have screamed and everybody in town would have known that I was in pain. You did delicately. I was like, babe, and you were like, oh, like what? And I said, I just got stung by something and I need your help. And you were like, okay. And I was like, hold on, it's on the floor right there. And I'm like doubled over with like no pants on. And you're like looking at me like, what in the world? And I'm like, it was in your shorts. I put them on and I got stung all up in there multiple times. Like, and at that point, you went into, oh, my God, what is it? Is she going to have an allergic reaction? What do we need to do? Like, yeah, you're on the phone. because it could be very serious. Like, like I, I, 
And at, I was, at no point was it funny right now. <laughs> I was laughing. I was because not. I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Because I, I just, remember when I was a kid, I got stung and like my face would swell up and I would just like, it was bad, like painful for yeah. first of all, but then I would just have this massive swelling and, and I was like, I don't know if, cause it's real to have allergic reactions yeah. to things like this. Yeah. And Especially in sensitive areas. Not really <laughs> yeah. sure. This was a first for me. Same. Uh, <laughs> I hope it was the last because it's. I'm still. It's a thing. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> got stung in the giblets by a wasp, and I am trying to figure out what the next move is. And so, like, I so back. so he runs to Uncle Dave, roommate Dave, and says, "Actually, he just happened to be down down the hall, and I saw him down the hall, and he goes because I came to get a. a Do you ice have pack. any remedies for?" A wasp sting. And he goes, a wasp? And like Matt shows him the pic, because Matt took a picture of the critter before he got rid of it, just to, you know, in case I died. Because I was trying to determine whether or not it was a wasp or a hornet, because it was bright yellow. Like, it looked like a hornet without all of the, I don't know, without all the fuzz. Um, I'm obviously not an entomologist. Yeah. Um, You know what an entomologist is? A bug person. Okay. All right. But anyways, <laughs> roommate Dave's um, remedy for a wasp bite or sting was chewing tobacco, which is which is a legit thing. You're you're yeah. no 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 I know, are, but I'm like I ain't putting chewing tobacco down there. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna go <laughs> to the store and buy uh, a can of chewing tobacco just to yeah to do all that. So I'm like, okay, next, next ice ice pack. So, ice been a drill. Oh, speaking of that, where is that? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyways, anyways, so yes. Today, Uh, you know how like no, 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 no sweatpants. Nice. I don't. Oh man, I feel bad. (laughs) I really do feel bad, but I also realized that that was karma, (laughs) and it happened almost instantly. I'm sorry. Our closet, where these underwear are, is nowhere near. An open door or like this thing found its way in there. Yeah. It made it made quite the journey <laughs> through the house. Yeah. And into a pair of folded underwear. Through at least a couple living rooms, bedroom. And it got me twice. Bat, like a huge bathroom closet. Yeah. Zero. I mean, it, it made zero yeah. fun. Anyways. Uh, but you're okay. It's, it's not cool. No. Karma is real. Karma is real. Um, you know what else is real? What? Um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And how thankful I am that Gypsy's alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole you staying home is making me recognize a lot of things that, that maybe you didn't realize when you were on the road with me. Like our horse takes an afternoon nap. No, I sun. know she takes an afternoon nap in the Happens sun. Every day. She has like her schedule and I'm very aware of that, but she has never like not got up. Wrong. What do you mean when when you say not got up? Like, okay, so me and the dogs went out in the front yard right. and one of her spots that she lays in is next to the fence by the front yard. Correct. And so anytime she's laying down like head Which on the ground. The pasture comes straight up to the, yes. the front yard, yeah. Anytime she's like head flat on the ground and she hears us, she hops right up. Like, it's like, oh, hey, fam, like, what's up? You know, whatever. Well, we went out there and didn't move. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't move. Mm-hmm. And so I start talking to her. Didn't move. Mm-hmm. So I'm panicking at this point. I'm like, oh my God, Gypsy's dead. So I'm like, okay, dog's back in the house. I'm going out the back door all the way around through the pasture to go up to her because I'm like, well, surely if- Is this when I got FaceTimed? Yes. Okay. Surely if I get her, because I like called Matt. I'm like, Gypsy's dead. She's dead or she's dying. Actually, you sent me a picture first. The first thing you did was send me a picture of Gypsy, our horse, laying in the pasture in the sun. And I went, oh, how sweet. She's in the sun enjoying (laughs) an afternoon, a relaxing afternoon. Uh, Not a stress in the world. (laughs) And I said, no, no, she's dead. And you immediately like FaceTime me. No, I think she's dead. I mean, I really thought like that was the closest I ever thought. Like I called your parents. I was getting ready to call the vet, like all the things. Because then once I got to her, I could see she was breathing, but her eyes were like rolled back in her head and she wouldn't wake up. And I was like, Gypsy, like get up, like, come on. And then I was like, well, she's calling. Something's wrong. Like, this is not her. This isn't normal. And then I'm panicking and it's like a whole thing. I'm calling everybody. Thank God there's not a 911 for animals. He had no kidding. Because <laughs> I would be calling them all the We'd time. We'd have to put in a direct line yeah. just to them. Yes. I mean, like the deer. And finally, eventually, she got up and was like, what? Yeah, like, and she was fine. Yes, totally fine. I just really thought she was dead. Was the deer fine? What deer? You know, the deer. <laughs> it got up the and ran away. The deer that's going to cost me a couple thousand dollars on a brand new truck. It got up and ran away. A brand new truck. <laughs> when I smoked it, I don't it had think antlers. Have, I I don't think we even have 2,000 miles on the truck since we've got it, and it's going to cost me a couple thousand dollars to fix. It ain't my fault. (laughs) Whose fault is it? The deer. Y'all, I smoked a deer. On the way to the gym. Yeah. See, this is why you don't work out. I'm not here. I Again, I'm you, gone. No, you were home. Remember, was it home? was the first night you got It was the night you got I home that just very got morning. Home yes. and I kind of slept in a yes. little bit. Because I went to the gym first and, and I freaking smoked a deer. And I was like, I didn't stop. I smoked it. I looked over. When I hit it, I was in a construction zone, so I was already going slow. Oh, yeah. I could kind of see it come in and I was like, crap. And so I'm slowing, like slamming when you saw on the brakes. It, when you saw it, what was the first thing you thought? Shit. Okay. <laughs> I knew I was going to hit it. Could, but you saw it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Buck, doe? Oh, yeah. It was a buck. I could see it. it. had antlers. And I was like, it is. it almost looked like it kind of dove underneath the truck. Like it was going to try and go under. It was still kind of dark. So I don't know if it was trying to go under the lights or what. And I was like, dang it. And I was like, I, I hit it. And I immediately looked over and I saw it kind of go into the median and I noticed it no longer had antlers and it got up and ran away. And I was like, okay, it cannot be that bad. I'm just going to keep driving until I get to a gas station and I'm going to pull over. And so like this whole, I don't know, I felt like 10 minutes, but it was like a minute and a half. Maybe I'm thinking to myself, there's going to be an antler stuck through the radiator. There's going to be an antler stuck in a tire, like, like all these things. And I was like, well, maybe there won't be any damage at all. Like it'll be fine. I'll, you know, cause no lights went off. Obviously the airbags didn't go off. None of that. So I pull into loves, get out, barely a scratch except for <laughs> on it. Honestly, it's, it's not bad. Um, it's like we're going to have to replace the bumper. No big deal. Yeah. Maybe a sensor, one of the front cameras. It's not a, it's not a bad deal. Like honestly, it. it sounds way worse than it is. There's a little bit of cosmetic damage in it. Might've messed up one of the 
front bumper cameras. I mean, we are going to have to replace the entire front bumper. No big deal. Like, you're fine. Deer got up, lived through it. Like, everybody's okay. Everything else is easy peasy. It's not a big deal. Piss me off. I know, but, you know, you, you got to change your mindset. I could have really not even told you. Uh, until I get in and start driving and the sensors go beep, 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 beep. I know the sensors bent. So now if it like the wind blows just right, it sees the license plate holder, I think. And it like, you'll be driving like 65 down the highway and the front sensor comes on and this camera comes on and then it's like screaming at you to stop. No, but in all seriousness, I'm just glad everybody was okay. Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Um, It could have been as bad as like walking out of the gym at seven o'clock in the morning after just crushing a workout and smelling the donut shop. Uh, you know, I did that too, but I don't think it's a donut shop. I mean, it has to be the donut shop. Like, so for people that don't, but it know, doesn't smell like donuts. Like it smelled like, like meat or something. Like it smelled like good breakfast and it instantly made me hungry. Well, for people that don't know, maybe may, this might start a war. Uh, for people that don't know, we have our gym and maybe 200 yards down the road is the other gym in town. There's two gyms in our town. Yeah. Um, the the owner of the other gym, great guy, super nice guy. I just wanted to do my own thing, had some ideas, and so here we are. He has he has a better business plan than we do. <laughs> because between his gym and our gym he is owns another, another business. Another business he owns. It's a donut shop. Yeah. And there is a line out of this donut shop every single morning. Yeah. People park on the railroad tracks. These dipshits <laughs> park on the railroad tracks in the morning because they don't want to lose their spot in line. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> we messed up. But Maybe health was not just, the way to go. <laughs> there's like a couple things like smell-wise that no matter when or where I smell them, I, w- I will always be hungry. Really? Even if I'm like super, super full. And it's like um, like the smell of like onions and peppers cooking. Ooh. Like, you know, like the kind of tailgate smell when people are making brats and like onions and peppers and like that whole thing. Um, and I don't even like onions and peppers, but I like the smell of them. I feel like Mexican restaurants put off a scent that yeah. is like very alluring. That and like any kind of garlic simmering or you, yeah. yeah. Now I'm now I'm hungry. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I've ate so much already. Most people haven't even had like Thanksgiving dinner and and We've I'm had like stuffed like a turkey. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 bad. I I've probably gained twenty five pounds in the last two weeks. It's it's all muscle, I'm sure. Uh no, no, I'm pretty sure it's not. But have had a an interesting couple of weeks. I, I we've got to go back real quick and touch on PBR teams. Um, okay. what a crazy, crazy year, crazy season. Uh, new role, uh, for me. Had a blast. Gonna do some podcasts with, with the rest of the team. But um, congratulations to Nashville Stampede. What a crazy story. So fun, like. I mean, I called it. You can go back. You did, on, actually. You can go back on Positively PBR Facebook page. I said, these are my predictions. Because who was it that yelled it? Oh, was it? I said that Ridge Riders and um, Nashville. Nashville were going to go to the final and Nashville is going to win. And I have a lot of friends, <laughs> a part of the Ridge Rider team Old that friends. all cussed me for that. But um, obviously that wasn't accurate. But I did say Nashville was going to be the overall winner. And so you called it. I called it. So congratulations to the Morris family, uh, Tina Baddock, the general manager, Justin McBride, the coach, all of the 
all of the the pieces of that puzzle that came in a lot of people's mind out of nowhere. But if you'll go back and watch the telecast, uh, Tina and Keith Ryan Cartwright and all of them, they, they would say, hey, thanks for believing in us. Thanks for believing in us. Because it's it's hard not to look at that team and go, yeah, of course, they got a chance to win it. Yeah. Even even if they are the eighth place team in the league, even if they do have the worst record, like this is a team of winners. And I mean, I know there was some, com- not confusion, but you know, people really didn't know what to think about the whole team's concept. But if you're a sports fan at all, I loved it. Like, I loved it. It was so much fun to cheer on. And obviously, we didn't pick teams per se, because, you know, we have friends and family in all of them. And so it was just cool to see everyone do their thing. Obviously like heartbreaking and sad on one side, but happy and excited on the other. And it was so much fun. So much fun. Um, and I'm going to piss some people off and and that's okay. This is my podcast. And if you're listening and you don't agree with me, cool, whatever. We can still be friends, but you're wrong. Um, for all the people that would jump on social media and say, bull runs an individual sport. This is stupid. Yada, yada, yada. And talk smack about, uh, the team concept. Let me explain something to you. All of those guys on the team are still getting on bulls. And if you're a fan of bull riding, I know I've said this before, but if you're a fan of bull riding and you can't grasp the idea of being a fan of teams, then you're wrong in my just, opinion. Well, just because watch they're still it and, riding bulls. Yeah, just like, watch you it. You still have your favorite guy. He's just on a team and it brings in a bigger audience. It brings in more fans. So if you're a fan of these bull riders, you want the industry to grow. You want the sport to grow. You want there to be more fans because more fans equals more revenue, which equals more payday for your favorite riders. And if you're truly a fan, that's what you want. And if you don't like the team's concept, then watch it and just look at every single ride as itself. Yeah, yeah pretend, like, turn the just, volume off and pretend they're cares? all like against they're each all other. still getting on a bull and riding. Like, who cares? Like, no, I, I, I talk smack and, and I, I do get frustrated. Like that was real heat that I just went through right now because <laughs> it does fire me up because I see the intensity and I see. Uh, how excited these guys are well, about and like this format. The sense of, because here's the thing, you and, and a little bit of me, but majority of you, you see these guys on the backside of this, the guys that are trying to find their way. They have no friends when they show up at this tour and, you know, they don't have anyone to pull their rope and they don't know who to talk to. They don't know who to travel with. You know, it's a lonely kind of sport. And then you get this team aspect and it's like there were so many guys a that would have never had a chance to ride at this level that got to ride at this level but b that became family like these guys are you you don't think i mean come the 2023 season you're going to see these groups of guys on the backs of the shoots helping each other out because oh that's you know those are members of team nashville those are members of the ridge riders like whatever because it's a family now like it's so there's, much more than just a game there's a lot of younger guys that got opportunities to compete at a level that they would not have gotten so early in their career and they benefited because of it and their careers are going to flourish because of an opportunity pbr teams presented also you look at a guy like marcus mass who has had just a drastic career change he's going to be on the podcast by the way um be looking out for that marcus is is a guy that um, I've talked to so many times. He's incredibly talented. He's incredibly tough. There was something missing. Well, he found it and it worked and he got a little help. And I think he's going to be super confident going into the individual season. Um, I'm, I'm pulling for all the guys, but I mean, how can you not 
cheer for a guy like Marcus, like after seeing the work he put into during the team's format. Right. Or just, you know, finding your favorite rider on a team and going for that team and cheering for that team and seeing, you know, how the concept of it works. Like I just, you know, if you are still to this day saying team sucks, you know, we want nothing to do with it, you know, whatever. But I hope that you really look at it from these points of views and be like, oh, okay, well, I never thought about it like that. Well, maybe, maybe, you know, it deserves a second chance or whatever, because I promise you it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved it. I wish, man, I wish we were still in the middle of it. It it flew by. Um, I had an absolute blast, had a great team. I cannot, you know, tell those people thank you enough, but it's not a PBR podcast. Uh, I will say one thing before we move on. Um, going back to that, find your favorite writer. And if you can't really believe in all the hype, two words, Ryan Dirt Eater. Okay. I was going to talk about this too, because your interview at the end, like if you don't know, there's a long history between you and Ryan. Ryan Dirt Eater is my oldest friend in the PBR and it goes back. And I think I've talked about this before. Uh, Mason Lowe. I think you and Dirt need to go to the arena and do a podcast from the arena. I don't know if we could do it. Why? I think we'd both cry the whole time. Okay. Uh, Wow. That's actually a really good idea. Uh, We might have to do that. That would be so cool. So the very first place I ever picked up a microphone is a little bitty arena less than a mile from our house where we're sitting right now. Uh, That arena is where I started. That arena is the first place I ever met Ryan Dirt Eater when he was a kid, Mason Lowe when he was a kid. Uh, Austin Meyer came through that same organization. LJ Jenkins came through that same little junior organization. There were so many of these uh, names that would turn out to be bull riding superstars, but but Mason Lowe and then Ryan Dirt Eater were the two oldest friends, that I, longest friends I've had in the PBR. And... Obviously, when Mason passed, it was uh, it was so tough because, you know, I, I would tell the story. Mason was one of my two longest friends in the sport of bull riding uh, or in, in the professional bull riders at that time. So Dirt and I, I've always just had this connection with Ryan Dirt Eater just because I've been around him so long. I think he was probably, he had to have been eight or nine. First time I ever... I wish there was like pictures of that. Me too. Somewhere. Me too, because it was the National Junior Bull Riders Association. And, you know, these guys that would have been riding probably probably calves, um, maybe steers right in that age range somewhere. First time I picked up a microphone. And so our careers kind of, they paralleled each other. Or is that, yeah, they, they, they went kind of side by side and we kind of kind of grew up in the business together. And so in 2020... Um, Ryan retired at AT&T Stadium and you took this really cool candid shot of Dirt and I hugging in the arena. Yeah. Everybody, everybody had left. We were on our way out. We were on our way out. Dirt was in the arena. I think just soaking it up, soaking it up. Like he knew it was over. He had retired and he, it was, you could, you knew it wasn't the way he wanted to go, but it was AT&T stadium too. But he was just out there. And as we walked by, you were like, Oh, there's Ryan. And you guys went out and had like this moment where you hugged and cried and did the whole thing. And I just got it on tape. Yeah. And, and, so yeah, I just walk out in the arena and we just kind of look at each other and laugh and hug. I'm going to cry now. Uh, <laughs> anyways, and, and like just hug and have this moment and like, okay, cool. Well, 
you know, that chapter's over. So I was super excited when we got the news in 2022. Ryan Dirt Eater was coming back. He was going to compete for the Nashville Stampede. And and he and I will get into this because we are going to do a podcast. We've talked about it. It was just waiting for the right setting. And there's some other things coming down the pipe that I don't I don't want to put out there, but I have to wait on those elements so that uh just anyways. Yeah. Um and so to go through that again, but now he leaves as a world champion as part that of PBR team. That was the cool thing too. Like when I saw Dirt Ride, and like you just knew Nashville was gonna win. It was like, oh, it felt so freaking good. And I then was we do an so... interview, and I feel like both of us get choked up, and I just <laughs> you think you tell. son of a bitch. You could. They didn't ever show your face, but you could hear it in your voice that you were crying. You were getting choked up, and Dirt was like. If I look at you, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. And so he, looked he never looked away. He never looked at you. And at once, like you said, you know, is this it for you? And he he said, Yep, I'm done. Like this is what I wanted. I get to retire as a uh, member world of champion. a world champion, yeah, team. And he walked away because he knew if he even glanced over at you, he was gonna cry. That was not and a scheduled I, interview, by the way. I I'll was get bawling. into that story. When he and I sit down, I'll get into that whole story, but that was 100% a God thing. Um, such a cool, cool moment to be able to have that uh, completely unplanned. There's but, a there's a reel on PBR Instagram, and yeah. it is the voice like you and Ryan's interview like voice over his final ride, and it is literally the coolest thing. And I cry every time I watch it. So here's my deal: I I'm I'm getting ready to go spend a couple of days around a bunch of rodeo announcers, and I know that people in our industry sometimes get a bad rap for all every you know they put on this hokey rodeo announcer, bull riding announcer, whatever, vibe, whatever. If you ever think anything I do is not authentic, kiss my ass. Because <laughs> like I'm an emotional basket case at times. When it comes to something like that, like like, yeah, I, I just like I have such a passion for this sport, uh, for these athletes. I pray to God that it comes through um through whether it's you know, the speakers in an arena, whether it's a television set, I pray that like my excitement, my passion for this industry and for this sport, I, I just hope that it resonates and comes through and that people can see the authenticity of it. And if you don't believe it, check out that interview because yeah, like, it's I, so good. It's, it's such a emotional. core memory and it's yeah. so cool that it's on tape. Like it's the thing that stuck out to me the most out of the entire season. There were so many so many cool moments the entire season, but that's the thing that like I will honestly never forget yeah. that random interview that wasn't supposed to happen, the emotions that came with it. And anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, lot, oh man, yeah, lots to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll get into all that. Right now, uh, all that matters is the next couple of weeks, Las Vegas. I am headed to. Yeah, we. I mean, I don't think we even told anybody. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I okay. Mean, we started the podcast oh, yeah, with Thanksgiving Happy songs. Thanksgiving, talking about Thanksgiving. So you're songs. actually. Oh yeah! If you don't remember the Macho Man stopped by, how could it. I forget? Mm. Huh? Nothing. Um. Okay. So you actually leave tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So and uh, head out. I'm going to drive, make a quick little pit stop in Tucson, Arizona, and then head into Las Vegas for two weeks, 10 days. That is December 
Uh, what is it? Is it the first through the tenth? Albeit Resorts World, I, we haven't really talked about this. You have um, not officially announced any yeah, of your NFR plans. I've been just just trying to get through teams and and take one thing at a time. But I could not be more excited. You know this this happened. Um, matter of fact, I think we were sitting right here when we actually made the decision to uh move to a different property. We got a call. We got a huge opportunity to go host. Uh, a viewing party, uh, bullfighters only, along with um, Resorts World and Hui all coming together. And um, we are hosting a viewing party at the doghouse in Resorts World. I don't think we've said that really publicly. We've shared a couple of things. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, 10 nights, Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. I will be inside Resorts World hosting a watch party and could not be more excited about so it. So excited. It's such a cool property. We spent so cool. last NFR there doing daytime podcasts. Um, really cool property. Really cool. And the BFO World Championship going to be happening there first weekend, December 2nd and 3rd. Last weekend, December 8th, 9th, and 10th. So five different performances. If you're coming in the first weekend, hit us up on the second and third afternoon time. Uh, you're coming the last weekend, 8th, 9th, 10th afternoon time. It's the Resorts World Pavilion, just a few steps away from the doghouse. Uh, incredible. It's outside of the Resorts World, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of. It's a big, giant pavilion that yeah. is connected to Resorts World. And it's literally just a few feet away from yeah. doghouse. So. If you make it over to Resorts World, come check out the BFO World Championship. Come, come hang out with me during the NFR watch party. Um, i super excited about the lineup. Yeah, because it's not just watch party. It's also... Yeah. And so I kind of thought I would... I, I, look, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be com- completely candid. I'm old. I don't like to stay up all night anymore. Right? So I thought we would watch the NFR and then... I might kind of sneak out and go to bed early. That's not happening because the concert lineup they have at Resorts World is so ridiculous. First of all, my boy DJ Silver. I got to go back. DJ Silver opening up PBR teams on Friday, Saturday night. Absolutely killed it. Crushed it. Uh if you don't know DJ Silver, look him up on Instagram, follow along. He is out on tour with country music's biggest stars, including Jason Aldean. But he's going to be hanging out at the Doghouse, at Resorts World, at Zook Nightclub. DJ Silver is a legit badass. Am I, am I wrong? No, he's so good. My mom is 69 years old. My mom stood or sat inside T-Mobile Arena and listened to DJ Silver, and she was like, and like danced in her seat, and was like, "That was so fun." She said that was the coolest thing ever. Like that DJ friend of yours just had everybody in the building like dancing, dancing, and yeah, and like bobbing their head. And I'm like, such a vibe. He's so badass. Oh, he's so he's so good. Anyways, and super nice. Yeah, one of the coolest guys ever. Uh, Chris Cagle. Here's a little blast from the past. Chris Cagle, November 30th and December 2nd. We'll be on stage at the doghouse. Do you know why? Because chicks dig it. Damn it. I knew it. (laughs) Oh, you can't win. You cannot win. Chris Cagle at the doghouse, November 30th and December 2nd. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny cannot wait. December 3rd. What? Well, I was just curious if like 
you know, his new wife, Megan, was going to be there. Ooh. Like, hey, how about their wedding photos? Oh, my God. That, gorgeous. Yeah. Stop. Super cool. Super cool. I'm a big Mitchell Tinpenny fan. We, like, met and kind of talked to him briefly at PBR Finals in Texas that day. Or was it in Finals? Was it Finals? He was walking around yeah. the trade show. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yep. And... Uh, just, cool guy, man. Yeah, hanging out, super chill. Really cool guy. Um, I was hopeful that maybe Megan would come with him. <laughs> I you introduced know, her one time at CMA. She's Beth. like cool, and obviously she's cool because of her name. Yeah, and she's Canadian, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I introduced her one time at CMA Fest, and I have no idea why I remember that, but the Hard Rock stage, random. Anyways, Mitchell Tinpin is going to be there December 3rd. This is So there's two acts... Uh, that are going to be at Resorts World that absolutely blow my mind, and there's no way I don't care if I haven't slept in eight days. I'm staying, and I'm going to sing every damn song that they play as loud as I possibly can. December 9th, Shenandoah. If, if I, I had, had two dozen roses and an old bottle of wine, if I really could have <laughs> Okay, these people are like, okay, stop. Nobody's listening to this shit this far <laughs> right, into it. Please it's, stop. It's, and then Clay Walker. Okay. Clay Walker, December 10th. All right, hold on. That's, we're going out with a bang. Shenandoah I, and Clay Walker back to back nights. If I. I'm not I'm, coming home. I'm going to be there the 9th and 10th. Are you? Are you? That just so, that sealed the deal. <laughs> uh, I cannot. Out of all of my years in existence and all of the shows I've been to, I have introduced Shenandoah at CMA Fest a couple of years ago, and I've never been to a show that just, it sounded like the albums uh, as as much as Shenandoah did. Like, I got so consumed with that concert, so I cannot wait to see them. But in all my years, I've never seen Clay Walker in concert. You haven't? No, never, and I cannot wait. This is going to be exciting. It is going to be exciting. Hey, I wanted to tell you a story. Okay. You see, because there was this woman... And there was this man, and there was this moment they had a chance to hold on to what they had. How could they be so in love and still never see? Anyways. Keep going. Got nothing I could like be sadder story. than this woman and this man. I <laughs> oh, can't, okay. I, like, I'm, I'm geeked out. <laughs> I'm completely geeked out about seeing Shenandoah again and seeing Clay Walker. I can't wait to see these pictures on. Can't wait. Social. Maybe I'll go see George Strait, too. Do it. Wait, if you, you have coming? the chance, do it. <laughs> You never know. I, I don't know. Like there's, Hi, buddy. there's so much going on in Vegas, but all you need to know is Resorts World is a place to be. If you ever have any questions, what should I do tonight? The answer is simple. Resorts, Resorts World. World. Shoot me a DM. Uh, shoot Megan a DM and tell her, hey, you're coming to Doghouse, whatever. I want to see everybody. I, I, I want to hang out. We're not doing... We're going to do some random sporadic podcasts. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to commit to days or times but we are going to do some random podcasts i'm going to record some podcasts that'll come out a little bit later um but yeah so we're going to be doing that are you taking the dog out what's going on oh you left the front door to our house completely wide open awesome cool uh i hope a wasp doesn't get in guys i feel really bad about that like i it's kind of funny now but I actually felt so bad about it. Anyways, what? So, NFR, 10 Nights, Resorts World, Doghouse, come hang. 
Anything else before we start to kind of wrap things up? Yeah, uh, make sure you stop by the Western Sports Foundation booth. Stop by and see the good folks at Yeti. I can promise you this. I'm going to be hanging out at the Yeti booth because Western Sports Foundation is going to be in their booth as well. And um, I spent three days in Frisco, Texas with a bunch of younger Western sports athletes and the Western Sports Foundation Wellness Clinic. If you guys are fans of rodeo, you're fans of bull riding, you're fans of uh, anything in the Western industry, I want to encourage you to log on and check out the Western Sports Foundation because they do so much more for these athletes than just help them out in a time of need. I mean, we went over so many different life skills, and I've got some of the other providers and some of the coaches from that clinic that are going to jump on. We'll, we'll talk in depth about uh, WSF while I'm in Las Vegas, but I want to encourage you to just go by the Yeti booth at Cowboy Christmas Check out the Western Sports Foundation. If nothing else, just ask how you can get involved or come see me. I'll be hanging out there as much as I possibly can. What else? I think that's it. Let's just handle one piece of business at a time. Coming up next, the National Finals Rodeo, Resorts World, Doghouse, uh, Las Vegas. I'm so excited. I'm so, to just, what? I mean, it's no secret that I have not been traveling and I really don't have yeah, any yeah. Um, plans of going to NFR just because of some timing and things like that. Um, if at all possible, I'll sneak out there for a couple days, but I'm seriously, I already have FOMO. Wait, you should. NFR has like kind of a special place in, for us because in between PBR finals and NFR is like really when I kind of moved yeah. to Oklahoma with Matt and my first ever NFR I ever went to was with Matt. And so it's like, I feel like it's like everyone's there it's celebrating. Kind of our spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's like, like our it really thing. Is. So, and so I'm bummed. I can't go. We left PBR finals a couple of years ago. Um, we came home, we went to Colorado. We got most of your stuff out of Colorado and brought it here to Oklahoma then we went to Vegas for two weeks. Yeah. We went to the NFR. We left the NFR, went right back to Colorado. We got the horse, the dogs, the dogs and, and everything else everything I needed was here. And, and that's when it became home. Yeah. Was before, after the it NFR. Was the just, NFR was kind of tucked December into our 20th, moving process. It was 2019. Yeah. It's the day like we moved like everything to Oklahoma. But it's just, I every time I, I think of NFR, I think of that time. And so I just... I get a little like, I want to be there. I'm sad. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) But I also am like, that's a long time. But we also have, we, uh, because people ask all the time, we'll give a quick little update. Burris, our male Doberman is going to a specialist uh, in a few days. We've been through, what, now three different operations? Yeah. Um, He has cancer. Yeah. Um, It started about a year ago. And he had a tumor removed. He was pretty good for almost a year to the day. Um, A lump showed right back up in the same spot and we've been fighting with it. Luckily, we've gotten some scans done and they do not believe it has spread anywhere, especially into his lungs or anything like that. So they are referring us to like an internal medicine specialist, a cancer specialist. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we meet with them next week and kind of, talk about the next steps and things like that. And so we just have like a lot of 
decisions and things that are happening. And so... Well, and priorities. And, yeah. And so people will always ask me, you know, where's Megan? Where's Megan? People are always asking Megan, you know, why aren't you here? Why aren't you doing this? Well, that's why, guys. At the end of the day, uh, it, it comes down to priorities. And as much as I love my job and I love what you know, uh, life has afforded us the opportunity to do. The biggest thing is it gives us an opportunity to take care of our animals and, and listen to them. <laughs> they're in the other room. It's bedtime and they're letting us know. But we, we have been very blessed with, uh, the ability to have you stay home and take care of him to, to, Get him back and forth to the doctors. Bagheera is looking at us like, what are you guys doing? And like, I understand, um, you know, there's a lot of people on here that look at us sideways because he's just a dog. Yeah, we're not the same. Yeah. He's (laughs) not. He's he's our kid. He's our kid. Mm -hmm. And we're fortunate enough that I can stay home and take care of him. I mean, he has a wound on his side that needs care every couple hours and multiple times a day and things like that. And it's just, there's just no way I could leave him and not stress the entire yeah, time. I mean, you're having to give, give uh, him multiple baths a day to keep that wound clean. You're having to doctor it, like you said, every couple of hours, having to make sure that, you know, there's, there's not anything that, uh, that needs immediate attention as far as infection and things like that. Like, yeah, people look at us like we're crazy. Like you're missing all of these fun things. I'm honestly, I'm missing so many of these fun things because my mind is at home as crazy as that sounds. Well, and like, don't get me wrong because it literally as you know, it's been hard because we are newly married and we are young and we have all of these cool opportunities and these things. And it's like, I am, I feel bad. And we, we have this conversation quite often because I feel terrible that I am choosing the dogs over you, but you make it very clear that you want me to. And like, you know, it's, it's absolutely an understanding and things like that, but it is hard. I mean, I have the guilt of, you know, I'm, your new wife. I should be doing these things with you. I should be doing better. I should all these things, but this is the cards that were dealt and this is what we have decided to do. And I hear people a lot of times say, Oh, you got it so easy. Like I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I within, within our industry <laughs> and a lot of you guys out there that are, are my dear friends will, you know, this will strike a chord because I hear it a lot. Oh man, you got it so easy. You just, you know, you got the PBR gig, you got this, you got that. Um, if people knew the inner workings of our life and the amount of stress we put on ourselves, because a, you want to be on the road with me because you know, you are my best friend. Like, I don't want to do anything without you. I don't like going to the gym. Eh, I do like going to the gym by <laughs> yeah, myself. That's like the one um, place. That's the one place. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. But, but like, because it's been so sporadic, how much time I've been able to spend at home lately, you know, we, we've been working out at the same time in the mornings a little bit. And so we, we, we can have some fun there, but, um, I don't like doing any, I don't like going to the grocery store. I don't like doing anything without you. And that is not me. I've never been that person. I've never like been that connected to anybody. And so, um, I guess it's separation anxiety, maybe a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I know I want you with me, but I know that maybe even more so, I want to be home helping you take care of all these things. Right. So uh, for everybody that thinks just because they see 
somebody doing a job or like if you look at somebody and you think they've got it made, just remember they have a real life. Yeah. And there's always like two. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're very, very, very blessed. Ridiculously and blessed. And what we get to do for work mm-hmm. is a lot of what people you know, save their money for to do for fun. Um, but there obviously is flip sides to it that unless you're in it, you don't understand or you don't believe or you don't see or whatever. And so it isn't always easy, you know, being yeah. away from home this much when you like being at home, <laughs> like if you like your family at all or your home yeah, at least at all, <laughs> it sucks to be gone all the time. You said something very kind of profound uh, yesterday, actually, You've ruined my life. And I said, you've ruined my life, but in the best possible way. Yeah. Because you never, ever cared to Because leave. I promise you five years ago with the schedule that, the with the schedule the way it has been and is about to be, I would be completely okay staying on the road. Yeah. And not coming home right. for a day or 12 hours or anything like that. But now I'm like, I'm in that position where it's like, okay, can I get out at six o'clock and get home and spend an extra 16, 18 hours at home and help like, do this yeah. and that. Like it's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's how blessed are you to have something that's worth missing yeah. kind of thing. And, yep. and that's where we're at. And we're, we're super, super blessed all the way around. Even, even with the birth situation in our life, like I know that there are people dealing with much worse, harder things. So I, I don't want to sit here and woe is me or anything like that. No, it it's is- the opposite to me because I, I'm sitting here and I'm hoping that somebody's listening to this and I hope somebody appreciates the struggles and I hope somebody listening to this has a life that is full of chaos right now and you understand what a blessing that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like honestly, it's true. It's true. Because it is a blessing. It goes back to like when, I hate to even say it, but 2020, when we all, everything was shut down and there were so many question marks and we looked at it as like, what a blessing it is to spend time with each other. Whatever, whatever anybody has going on in their life right now, just look at it and go, I'm thankful that I can either one, work through this or two, Learn from this, whatever it is. Yeah, like, find, find be the, thankful. Find the positive in it, and um, you know, learn and grow from it. Because really, if you just waller in your misery and sadness, like I personally don't like the way I feel when I'm sad or yeah. upset or anything like that. So I just choose not to feel that way. <laughs> so I just don't. Which I mean, it sounds kind of silly to some people, but I, but you, I you have just, that option. Yeah, I just am like I don't want to be sad, so I'm just not going to be. Like, don't get me wrong. I've cried a million tears over this birth <laughs> thing. And I let myself feel that way for a minute, but I don't live there. I just can't do it. I'm going to choose to enjoy every minute we have. Even like, you know, when it sucks to tell you goodbye and things like that. Like, I'm going to enjoy the time I have with you at home. I'm going to enjoy the time that, you know, we're apart. Because I think a lot of our relationship and growth and things like that comes from our communication, which obviously we do more of when you're away because we're forced to communicate more. Um, So you just find the positives in it and like focus on those. Um, Speaking of finding the positives, uh, we haven't really talked a lot about, you know, I know that there was a lot of people asking about the, the shirts, excuse me, that I posted the other day, the ones that say you matter. Oh, our friends, the boot campaign, Yes, uh, continuing to give back. It is a military nonprofit. Uh, and, and it's simple. You can log on to Instagram or Facebook and just search boot campaign. 
They have so many different ways that they give back to veterans and their families. It's there is no amazing. cookie cutter. There is no cookie cutter fix all for any situation, and they realize that. Um, and I know that that this time of year, there's a lot of talk about checking on your friends and just making sure that everybody's okay. Because sometimes people have these internal struggles, and that's okay. That's normal. But check on your friends. Check on people. Uh, make sure you're, it's silly, but make sure you're smiling at somebody because you never know what they're going through. Yeah, and it literally could change someone's day. And I'm thankful that we have been given the opportunity to just like smile with people and talk to people and and have those words of encouragement. And, and I hope that, man, I, I just, I don't know. I hope everybody gets the satisfaction of of being able to help somebody. Well, and real quick story on that topic, because um, we were at a place a, a couple weeks ago and Matt is always super friendly and holds the door for people and things like that. And most of the time people say thank you or acknowledge it of some way. Um, we were at this business and Matt held the door open for a lady who was carrying a cat carrier. Um, and we she, didn't, yeah. she didn't say anything to him. And he was like, okay, rude, you know, like under his breath, like whatever, you know? And as we were kind of sitting there, we checked in, um, we were kind of sitting there. We realized very quickly that this lady was deaf and she, I'm an asshole <laughs> is what we're getting at. And instantly, I immediately judged the situation and went, oh, okay, well, you're welcome. Yeah, I didn't, like rude. I didn't like, say it out loud, yeah, but no, no. It, like, I definitely. But, and it was just like a quick little like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, immediately Matt started talking to her in sign language and they had a conversation <laughs> sitting in the lobby doing sign language and you could tell it just made her whole day because. Well, the lady I, behind the counter was trying to communicate with her right. and so. And I could just see the questions on her face. And so like I just waved at her and started kind of signing and asking her a couple of questions. And like it, it was just like I'm the one that learned in that situation. Like I'm the one that like and I know that like she had a big smile on her face and was like very grateful that somebody was there that could help and stuff like that. But I'm the one that left there feeling blessed. Uh, yeah. Like well, crazy. And, and like how quickly could that have went the other way? Like you know, next thing you know, you're saying, oh, yeah, I was at the vet today and some freaking lady was being rude and whatever. And then it turns into, oh, yeah, well, I was at the store the other day. Same thing. People are just assholes. And it just breeds this whole like negativity. Negative, yeah. And it's like and it wasn't even the case. She, you know, just didn't say anything. And, you know, it's hard it, sometimes, it, but you got to <laughs> you got to cut the negative way. I think. Yeah, you, you, you just to, you you gain nothing from it. Trust you me. Never know what someone is dealing with or going right. through. Right. So it's like, just hold the door, smile, do the thing, and just move on. Don't worry about it. My point uh, <laughs> for starting this whole conversation was just like, if you're listening to this and, and you, you're going through a hard time, just remember that you do matter, that yes. you are loved, that you are cared for, you that are there's needed. somebody in this world that needs you, and uh, you have to remember that. You might not know it because, man, I was, and I got to tell you, for all you guys that are listening right now that was... Uh, with me in Monroe, Louisiana, or Frisco, Texas, and you came to me and you talked about this podcast. Like you guys know who you are. You have no idea uh, how much of a blessing you are. Because man, that's like that's it's crazy to think that you guys care that much to you know 
have some of the conversations we did about the podcast and things like that. And so I just, uh, I hope people understand how much we appreciate them. And, and it's, it's fitting that this is the Thanksgiving episode because I am so ridiculously thankful for everybody that's listening to this right now, for everybody that's not listening that we've met over the years, for everybody that follows us on social media, for everybody that, that cares. I have so many friends on social that I have right. never even met before. How cool is that? It is so cool. And like... Other than the fact that that's how you met me. So now <laughs> I, I can search. It's not like that. Um, but it's like I get DMs and um, comments and things like that all the time. It's roommate Dave. Yeah, I know. Oh, Uncle Dave's here. You think we can get him on the podcast? I don't know. We can try. Anyways. Um. Oh my gosh. Roommate Dave, you want to you wanna say anything? <laughs> Nothing. People still don't believe just, just you're say real. Hi. Anyways, <laughs> he does exist, y'all. He does exist. I promise. Um, so many uh, DMs and comments and things like that of people that are asking updates on Burris, that are telling me they're praying for Burris, they're thinking about us, all that, and it is so amazing. Roommate Dave has a matchbook <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's about ready to light um, the house on fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to turn the volume up on that. Yeah, maybe maybe um, there was some. As we start to wrap things up, headed to Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to be there for two weeks. Uh, I don't ever, like we talked about the gym being my time, but NFR is going to be a time where I, I will go work out at my favorite gym, the Dragon's Lair, every morning. If you're going to be in Vegas, seriously, and you want to go get a workout in, hit me up. I'd never like to do that because I don't like – I'm not going to come work on your schedule. I'm telling you yeah. that right now. But but like if you're going to be in town, please hit me up. We'll go to the Dragon's Lair. We'll 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 get a workout in or whatever. That was I not a was good random. invitation. I know. You're going to regret that one. Or I'll just ignore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean it though. Like like let's do it. I'm in a good mood. It's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful, thankful for, for you. our crazy ass ridiculous life. Um Same. It's such a blessing. So blessed. We've probably said that word 900 times. I don't care. I'll say it a million more times today. I am blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wrap it up. (laughs) I am Matt L. West on all forms of social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn, um, everything is Matt L. West. Everything. And just for the record, I know there's like fake profiles floating around and like fan pages, so which is so weird. It's I'm like, not us. Yeah. And like, who has a fan page with zero followers? It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt West. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, Matt L. West, just that. Matt L. West is the only real yeah. social of Matt West. And his wife. No one cares. What is it? It's Miss Megan West. Mrs. You mean? Mrs. Megan West. You don't even know. MRS. <laughs> MRS.Megan.West. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Uh I had a lot of people asking about the Westfit stuff. We are severely understocked on Westfit gear right now. But if you're not already, make sure you follow the gym at Westfit okay on Instagram. You can log on to Westfitgym.com and go through the little bit of merchandise we still have. So westfitgym.com at westfit. Okay. For everybody that has reached out and asked about gym shirts, hats. Um, like I said, the, the selection, it is what it is, but there is, uh, there's a little bit left there. So 
we will be restocking soon. And the things that are there, probably gone when they're gone. Done. Yeah. Peace out. Like not coming back. So if you happen to log on to the website, the gym website, and you find something that's in your size and you like it, I suggest snag it now because probably not coming back. Stay tuned. Cool. Uh, Lots to come. Speaking of not coming back. I'm just kidding. I don't what? know what's I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, uh, it's like what's not coming back? No, no, no. Uh, the podcast is coming back, and it's coming back very, very soon. So, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, hit that five star review, and leave a comment. Leave a review. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to see on. The more ratings, the more reviews the more we get up the ladder. And that's what we want to do with this podcast. So we want to continue to bring you things that you enjoy. So any last tips, words to the wise? Wake up every day and be thankful that you woke up every day. Oh, I like it. Me too. Every day is an opportunity to get better. Check your bridges for wasps. What? I said, check your bridges for wasps. There you go. (laughs) Protect the hoo-ha, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It is not pleasant. Uh, Speaking of that, I need an ice pack. We got to go. Thank you, guys. I love all of you. I love you. Thanks for doing this. I Uh, love you. Thanks for taking care of our family. Love you guys. Hopefully, see you in Vegas. That's where you say bye. Oh, bye. (laughs) 